You there? Uh, yeah, I'm here. I don't know what happened. Again. I don't know what happened either. Over. It just went black. Yeah, stereo just insist on doing what stereo wants to do, but it's okay because we're gonna keep the pace going. So yeah, where were we at? Because wow, we we started talking about Baylor's voicemail about the Jets, and then it just ended the call. So clearly, yeah. we are being monitored. We are being monitored by someone. We don't know who they are. We appreciate them for doing what they're doing, but stop ruining our feed. For real. Thank you so much. Thank you so we're much. We're back here. Again. So I said. Exactly. I set the topic again, so let's just get back into it. So we've already talked about sports for the most part. Um, I don't want to go back into sports yet. We'll go into it later. So this yeah. is the point where you take the floor and explain whole shit, because obviously this is the whole show. Hotels, okay. hotels, and hotels. Yes. So this show was birthed from the concept of um, everybody in their lives having a whole face. Um, whole phases are common. Whole phases are perfectly acceptable, especially as you get older. Um, it probably becomes more uncommon for people to not have a hoe face. Um, so, you know, part of the reason that we wanted to do this show was to, you know, understand what makes people a hoe. Like we want your feedback. We want your input on what, what makes someone a hoe. We want to normalize being a hoe. It is okay to be a hoe. And then, um, Greg and I want to go into a little bit of our own hotels. Like Greg is a reformed hoe. I'm still kind of a hoe. Um, listen, I'm not married. So let, let me preface this with, the, with that, that statement. With yeah. I am not married. <laughs> I'm not married. I go in and out of my hoe phase. When I'm in a relationship, I am an incredibly loyal person. I am faithful. I don't believe in cheating. I don't believe in emotional affairs. None of that shit. Um, but when I'm single, it's no holds barred. I get to do whatever the hell I want. So I'm kind of still in my whole face, um, less so than I used to be. But anyway, um, so we're going to go into our whole stories. Uh, we solicited some host stories from people um, leading up to this show. We encourage you, if you have some crazy radical host stories, please, by all means, share them with us. But let's go into let's go into to the, the, the commonality of a whole face, Greg. What what do you think about hope faces? Is it common? How much is is too much? Like, where do you draw the line where it's like, okay, like this is an acceptable hoe. Now you're too much of a hoe. Um, I have a rule of thumb, and the reason why I have this rule of thumb is because I, I went a little bit overboard myself at one point, um, and I had this discussion. So I feel like ten bodies in a summer is like. That's not even a whole phase anymore. That's a you might want to clinically get checked because certain shit shouldn't happen. And there's a a body count law, if you want to call it that. So you don't want to mm-hmm. like overstep your body count. And more importantly, the act of your whole phase and how you operate in your wholeness work like it, it matters. Like you can't just be a known hoe in a whole phase because everybody knows that you're yeah. a hoe. You, you, you don't yeah. want to be the known hoe. You want to be the person that, hey, you might be a hoe for two, maybe three people, but you don't want to mm-hmm. be known as when you go out in public, you'll be like, hey, look at that hoe. Like, wait, what? Hold on. Like, I'm at church. Like, <laughs> this is cool. <laughs> like, uh, so when, when, it com- when, it, when it comes to me, like, I feel like that is the number one thing for me, because as a guy, we like to classify women as hoes when, when they aren't attainable to us. But at the same yeah. token, like, we can, you can tell as a man, like, what a hoe looks like, how a hoe acts, but there's two different types of hoes. So maybe we need to start with like the, the yeah, two different so let's, types of hoes. Let's start there. Um, I, I'd like to hear what your input is uh, on the different types of hoes, because I, I have my own perspective on that. I have like, um, 
you know, there's the savage hoe, the hoe who like knows she's a hoe and treats people like shit because she knows she can, because people are always going to come back. Uh, there's the quiet hoe who, you know, like you said, not everybody knows she's a hoe. She's a hoe for one or two people. Um, the honest hoe who will outright tell you that you are only there to, to have sex with her. And like, she doesn't want anything else. She or he does not want anything else to do with you after that. Like, don't call me during daylight hours. hoe. Um, exactly. What, what, what do you have, Greg? Um, for me, the two types, there's the honest hoe and there's the oversharing hoe. Um, let, let's just talk about the oversharing hoe first. So the oversharing hoe is that hoe that will do things like they have Twitter. And the only reason you ever interact with them is because all they talk about is dick and fucking all day long. Mm-hmm. Or they're on Instagram and it's just like, it's just whole shit constantly. But it's just like if you had fast food. If you've had Chipotle five days in a row, day six, you're like, yo, like I don't want Chipotle anymore. And it's the same way with the oversharing hoe. It's like, look, we get it. You suck dick. Who doesn't? Like, but yeah. it doesn't sound good when you've done like 182 consecutive tweets or posts about sucking dick and memes about how many dicks you suck. Like, congratulations. I think, you- I think that goes hand in hand with the you're doing too much hoe. Like, and and we have, we've had this discussion, the girl who like throws her leg up on the roof of the car to take an Instagram picture, like, bitch, you're doing too Mm -hmm. much. We know you're a hoe. You don't have to do, you don't have to be that extra. And, and to your point, like, those are the hoes that almost feel like they need to prove themselves and generally are the trash hoes. Yeah. For me, that's the one, the first one is the oversharing hoe. Uh, But me, I, I like the honest hoe. I like the hoe that like, you're surprised that she's a hoe that like, that is the, that's the hoe that America deserves. Like there's nothing better than knowing you met a hoe and it's shit that she does or the things that she says. And you're like, wait, I wasn't expecting that out of you. Like, I I think I love you. Like when you have that hoe, like God bless, keep, keep that hoe because that hoe won't go and expose you on social media. She -hmm. won't expose herself on social media because nine times out of 10, She's been a hoe for someone before, but the thing is, even in passing, she could see somebody that she slept with or that he slept with. They know that they're that other person's a hoe, but they won't mm-hmm. see. Like, no, you get the head nod, and that's it. It keeps moving. Ex- exactly. So, say for example, mm-hmm. I think we talked about this before. Like, you're at like a restaurant or a bar, and you run into like your old dick with your new dick, and he know for a fact that he's upset about it, but he respects your wholeness. He's like, hey, like. Yeah, I had that a few times, but uh, I can't get it right now. That's a honest hoe. An honest hoe won't That's go out saying. of the way. Like I, we, America needs those hoes. We we don't need. That's Melania. the hoe. We that's need. the hoe that'll that'll text you three days later and be like, "Yo, you look good that night." See, look, God bless you. This is what we're talking <laughs> about. Like, be the honest hoe. Don't be the oversharing hoe where we're questioning why you're doing the whole thing. So. The oversharing hoe has a tendency to be the person who, who does blow up your spot when you're out with your new, when you're with your new hoe and then cuts them. Like they end up cutting, cutting off their nose to spite their face because like they end up exposing you with your new hoe, but they know that they're not going to get you by doing that. They, they haven't figured that out yet. Yeah. But, but, but to be fair, the oversharing hoe needs her whole friends to tell her, Hey, you're out hoeing us. Like that is key. If you're going to but be that, a hoe, that's the thing. I feel like the oversharing hoes only surround themselves with all other oversharing hoes. So they just all keep trying to out hoe each other. And that's how it gets to that level. Yeah. But like, say, for example, like 
you have like it's you and like four of your friends. I'm just gonna say like for me, like for guys, there's myself and there's four men, and we're all boys. We're all cool. We know that we all have had whole faces, some at the same time, some differently. But what we don't do is judge the biggest hoe. What we will do yeah. though is we will go and like privately let them know, like, yo, like you're wilding out, you're bugging. Yeah. We won't go and say, yo, like you need to chill out. Like that that's a, a hoe that's concerned about another hoe. However, yeah. with social media and like all, all the shit that's going on in the world, like hoes don't take care of each other. They don't say to another hoe, you know what? I don't appreciate you hoeing. And it's not hating because you're a hoe too. It's just more so it's like, yo, like I, I want you to be safe in your wholeness. Yeah, I was gonna say it's unsafe hoeing. Yeah. Like I mean, we need more okay. people like that. Like, listen, your friends gotta love you. And if yeah, they know if you're a hoe already, then they should be making sure that you're safe. Exactly. Because as many people as I've heard say things that are like really disrespectful about hoes, and the number one thing that actually kind of pisses me off is when a group of women that are friends, right? They say something which I'm, I'm not with at all. So they'll say, well, she already slept with him. So I can't because of like friend law, man law, lady law, something like that. But mm-hmm. it's like, you only slept with him to dog him out though. You you knew what you yeah. were doing. Like th- 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 he's community dick. And that's fine if it's community dick because you told us he's community dick, but you can't be mad because if he's community dick, doesn't that make you the hoe for the community dick? Which is cool it's fine yeah no if it's community dick it's like it's un, it's understood that the hoe doesn't have emotions tied to the community dick if they're the, the only time that it actually breaks law is if there are emotions involved other than that but that's the thing if you're in a whole phase though do you have emotions like your vagina doesn't have the emotions. uh listen we're all doesn't... human we're all human you can end up falling for one of your hoes at any given time the intention is not to but it happens. It, it does happen. However, do the honest hoes fall in love or do the oversharing hoes fall in love? The honest ones. The honest Okay. So. I feel like the honest wh- ones. Why, why do fools and honest hoes fall in love? That that needs to be the sequel. Hold on. We got to go. Before you know, <laughs> go ahead. Let's play these. Go ahead. I was a casual and respectable hoe, uh, which means I was out there, but nobody knew but me and the person that I was homing with. Exactly. And that's that's and the honest hoe. The, you don't have to put it out there for everybody. And if y'all saw each other in public with other people, it wouldn't be a, a thing. Y'all would just, hey, that's my homie. And that's it. Exactly. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that type of hoe. We like those type of hoes. Like, mm-hmm. when we get into the stories, we're going to talk about our wholeness. I don't want to sh- overshare right yet, but let- let's get to the next one. I had a one night stand with a girl. I had a few one. I had a one night stand with a girl, and her sister was a police officer. And fun story: that one night stand ended up turning into uh, additional stands. And um, fun fact: she stayed. Her mother stayed down the street from my present, which at the time was my future. Wife, but she didn't know it at the time. I didn't know she was gonna be my wife at the time because I didn't know she stayed down the street from this whole acceptor, whatever. Whole story, Baylor. Shout out to Baylor. Oh my god, shout out to Baylor. 
Yeah, we, we we need to like get some host stories. This this is the platform for anybody who is listening to us live. If you do have a story that you want to share, you can obviously we don't know you, you don't know us, and you will be like kept a secret. Don't give names, obviously, but tell us your host stories. We want to hear yeah. some of your wildest stories that you can share with us that we can either tell you if you were an honest host or an oversharing hoe. Or, you know, Steph has her types of hoes, so maybe she has yeah. a different category for hoe for you. So let's get this last voicemail out before we keep going. I had casual selective community dick. It wasn't just out there. I'm very picky when I was a hoe. <laughs> but hold that's on, okay. Like you can be a hoe and still be picky. Being a hoe does not means that does not mean that you have to lower your standards. Exactly. And I think I was a picky, I was a picky ass hoe. And that's, there's nothing wrong with being a picky hoe. Think about it. Cardi B, like she's told people that she's a hoe, but I can, I have a vibe from her that she's a picky hoe outside of offset because it's like, all right, like she oh, knows what she no, wants. I've seen, nigga. I've been following Cardi B for a long time. And some of the dudes mm-hmm. that she's been with, mm, no, yeah, no. And that's I don't know. But that's, okay. So that's, that's the third type. We have the honest hoe. We have the oversharing hoe. And there's the, I know nail hoe. The I know no, you know, mm-hmm. the I know now hoe is like, you know what? I'm reformed. I've changed. I am delivered. Like I have learned the yes, era of the my wise hoe. Yeah. Like you went, okay. W- without oversharing too much, like there are levels to hoeing, obviously, but when you know that you've upgraded, it's like when you stop sleeping with the security guard and the the promoter. And you're sleeping with mm. the person who owns the club. Like, trust me, I've heard mm. these stories from from old. <laughs> That's when you know you've elevated. And there's a difference. You're in there's, for a night, sir. There's a difference. <laughs> you're in for a fucking night. Oh, boy. Oh. Oh. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm going to give a brief story. The, the story's not about me. Um, it actually is about someone that I used to sleep with. And I, I couldn't be mad at her because, honestly, I was really intrigued by the story. So... We, we used to hook up. We never like dated. It was just more so like a hookup situation. And we went out one day and we were just going out for drinks. Cause usually the thing was we go get drinks, we get drunk and then whatever happens, happens. Right. So we would mm-hmm. go to this bar that was new. She was like, well, my friend owns this bar, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, cool. So fast forward, we get into an argument at the bar and I run into like my friend that's a bartender at the bar as well. So she goes and she says, I'll be right back. And I was like, all right, cool. Boom. She's gone. I'm sitting there getting free shots. I'm drinking, blah, 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 blah. She comes back and she she's completely happy again. I was like, okay, wait a minute. We just, we just arguing. Are you cool? Straight. I feel like I know where this is going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was completely <laughs> fine with this because in the back of my mind, I was like, all right, cool. So then this dude comes up, right? Dude comes upstairs and, you know, he, he's dapping me up. He's saying hi, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, cool, great, like, whatever. And then it dawned on me. He was like, oh, shit, like, she knows this dude. And that's the only reason he's come up, because now all of a sudden he sees me. He knows that I'm here. Mm-hmm. So the bartender says, yo, I think he just fucked her. I was like, yeah, probably. But at this point, I'm drunk as shit, so I could care less, right? So yeah. she she says when we're about to leave the bar, she was like, where are you going? At this point, you know, at this point, I'd already lined something up, because I'm like, okay, like, I already know now. And then I've been hit by the bartender. So I'm going to go. So she tries to start yeah. another argument. And I told her, I was like, yo, this isn't going to work. Like, you know, I can't fuck with you because obviously like you willing to do some shit in the public with the person you with, which is cool. But the thing is you messy about it to the point where homeboy came up to me. Right. So that was just really, yeah. Weird. So she goes, and that's she a says, savage. Ho. Well, what do you, yeah. Yeah. That, that's a savage. Ho. So she goes and she says to me, Oh, well, well, that's why I fucked him downstairs in his office. But I was like, yeah, but he he works at a restaurant. Like you could have gotten like, like 
Like anybody, there's levels to her. Yeah, like you <laughs> might as well have fucked the guy who checked your ID at that point. Like, and the guy, the guy. Now, mind you, I'm looking. I'm like, okay, cool. Like this is this is fine. Like I'm not mad about it. I'm like, if you do what you do, that's fine. Just know when it's time for me to leave, I'm going to go get mine because what I'm not going to do is go home with the chick who just got dick in a public place and then yeah. try to put dick in her. Like some shit in a bar like, all, office. In a bar. <laughs> office and you know bar offices are not big enough to they're begin with. they're not yeah. big and they have like those old like 80s metal desks in them exactly like <laughs> this is they not have, high key at all yeah they have categories on like x videos for that shit where like the, mm-hmm. what is it the pawn shop shit where the girl's like hey i can't pay for this 50 dollar watch and then in like six minutes yeah. later she's like fucking on like some gray couch on x videos like, <laughs> you, you don't want that so hold on let's let us listen to this voicemail yeah. On that note, I was in, I was in this whole matchup. I was a hoe, she was a hoe. Uh, it was real dark in her house. Her mama was drunk, sleep on the couch. We went to her room, did what we did. We wrestled, and then I was nervous because I seen two gentlemen standing out there next to my car. She wanted me to spend the night, but I was nervous about that. And her bed was too goddamn high, so I left and I got on the freeway. And then she t- she texted me, "Nice fucking you." And that was the last time I spoke to her. That is a that's oh a, a whole God. story. I love the phrase "hoe matchup" when you are with a similar-minded hoe. Mm. Like you're a hoe, you know you're a hoe. They're a hoe, they know they're a hoe, and they want to be a hoe with you. Mm-mm-mm. See, <laughs> I, I'm I'm in, I'm I'm in good company because it's it's great to know that we have our fellow hoes telling each other that it's okay to be a hoe. So, it's totally okay so I, to be a hoe. Listen, if you're yeah. in your late 30s, mid to late 30s, and you haven't had a hoe phase, I recommend going and having one. It will expand your horizons in ways that you didn't know it could. Be safe. Exactly. That's all I advocate for. Be safe. Yeah, please please be safe. Don't don't be like these guys out here now that are just like, at least for the guys, because I don't want to speak for the women because somebody will be like, why are you speaking for women? Whatever. So when it comes to guys, like, be safe in your hoeing. And more importantly... Don't tell the wrong person about your whole shit because the caveat to being a hoe as a guy is if you tell the wrong guy the whole shit that you're doing, they're going to use that shit as ammunition and probably go at the person that you're doing whole shit with. So we'll, we'll get into it that a little bit later. It will be exposed. Oh, boy. Yeah. So let's get this next voicemail. Hey, Twan, step sis, please come back. Need you back on top this big holy rope. You ride this shit. You rode it better than these bitches, baby. I just want my stepsis back. You know I need. I told stepmom and she told me just pass her just some weed. Twine, let's go. Fuck stepsis. Y'all already know me. I'm a young step bro. Doing all this shit because I do it for the fun. Hundred weight little nigga. Yeah, I do it for the shows. Me and stepsis. Shall we really make it big? Ever since young, yeah, we was born to win. Me and stepsis. Oh, Wait, step sis. Let's go, step mom. That was something. Mm. Lil Puberty you know has what? some bars up until like the last. Hey yo, yes we did. Hey, all right. Shout out to Tyrone. Good. Hey yo, Hell Tyrone. Yeah, yeah. we want to keep hearing that. We we have to keep yeah. hearing that. Oh my god, that was he had if he some bars that for one, a hot minute there. I was like, yo, yeah, that's I why I didn't cut it off. Like I was like, wait a minute. Still, there there is still no Santa Claus and fuck them kids. Anyway. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god so i have a question for you steph as well as the listeners sure. who are on the show this, this is just a randomized question then we get to the next little topic um 
what's in the whole spinonite bag? Now, notice I said spinonite, not spin the spinonite. S P E N N A N I G H T. Spinonite. Yes. What is in the spinonite? Um, clean underwear. Mm-hmm. A toothbrush. Probably something to clean the makeup off of your face with if you're wearing that much makeup. Um, if you're not, then shit, fucking leave that shit on. Hopefully it still looks good in the morning. You can sneak out before he realizes that you got morning face. Um, if you if you do wipe off the makeup, more makeup. Uh, and probably a change of clothes. It depends on the day of the week. Because if you're if it's during the weekday, you probably got to change of clothes for work. Assuming it's not COVID times. Um, and listen, in in my spending night bag, like there have been plenty of times where I have woken up taking a real quick shower, gotten dressed and just bounced and went straight to work. I didn't see my house for 48 hours. So. Mm-mm-mm. See, you are doing peak ho shit and I appreciate you. I, I show my gratitude for your realness. You are. I'm an experienced ho, Greg. An experienced ho. <laughs> you are the reason that the earth spins. It is not flat. You are the reason that the world spins. Oh, we got another voicemail. Here we go. Oh shit! See, see, this is your fault. This is your fault. You tell whole stories and here go to voicemails. Hey, I mean, I really got them bars. Y'all already know since a young and born to go far. I was trying to make it big. Stop talking sis. I ain't really got no time. I don't really fuck up sis. I was like making a little joke. Yeah, you know me. Got them hoes. Really wanna see me ride just like puzzle to a bro. And every nigga would if they slick with they lit until I pull up and let the Glock off and see you better not stop this shit because you know me going half. Nigga wanna see me by the pull of goddamn. I'm riding with a Glock with a drum and some titties. A nigga wanna see me, best believe you know I'm hitty. I mean, look, I'm smoking on that dang, get that dangerous. You really wanna see me, best believe we going hamming it. Nigga think they slick, hell nah, they ain't slick with it. Lot to pull the bottom with the thirty round and epping it. Damn, now I'm up and down with the F and Don't we really give a shit, little bitch? Yeah, I'm banging, man. Woo, bitch, yeah, I'm doing the Hey, okay, you hey, know what? hey, y'all need to go ahead and follow our boy. Uh, what is this, Tyrone Twenty Third? I Tyrone, think. Tyrone, like, yeah, Tyrone yeah. got bars. Yo, however, if, if y'all, with all due I, I respect, Tyrone, this shit ain't Star Search. <laughs> no, honestly, <laughs> at this point, if I, yeah, Tyrone, yes, yo, think about but it. Dead ass, that, that, that second one, that second one was better than the first one, though. Yeah, yeah. He 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 got to get signed. I'm gonna be so mad if like yo, he was on our stereo live, and then in like three years, he's doing like little bow wow shit. He's like doing. You heard it here first, people. You heard Absolutely. it here first. And here's the fucked up part: people are leaving voice notes because they know it's fire. You know mm-hmm. that's fire. But here we go. I had a whole I had a whole experience that backfired. So uh, I had this one girl that I used to mess with, and I smashed her in front of my house in her back seat. Oh my god! She said my sex was like weed. I'll never forget that. Anyhow, uh, you know that was back in the MySpace days where I was getting girls off of MySpace, and this chick from the Bay Area came down, drove eight hours to come see me. But what I didn't know is my baby mama had called all these girls that I was messing with up and they were supposed to be meeting me at the movie theater with old girl. So the girl that I just told you about that I had sex with in the Lexus, she got, she got a call too, but she loved, 
uh, liked me so much that she put me up on game and her brother called was like, bro, do not go to that movie theater. It's a setup, et cetera, et cetera. So I went home. I told the girl I was already in the movie theater. So I made her buy a ticket. Uh, and then my baby mama called me and she was like, where you at? You know, what you doing? And I just started laughing. And she started laughing. Whole stories. Wow. Bro, he got whole ambushed. How do you get whole ambushed though, bro? That's like that's a bitter ass baby mom. But uh, additionally, who the fuck is driving eight hours for some dick? Hey, like if I just there, want dick, I could get that shit down the street. But th- there are some hoes that well, I don't want to say ho- there are some ladies that just might do whole behavior that will go and eight hit hours? an eight hour travel. Eight hours. I've had hoes. I've had shit worth an eight-hour drive that I can't get eight minutes away. No, man. So you you telling me you've never given like buddy pass pussy? Okay. (laughs) I won't say that, but I've never driven eight hours. (laughs) Okay. All right. I I, I just I've never traveled eight hours for the pussy, like like for the day. Like the the pussy has never traveled eight hours. Okay. So what you're saying is. The flight is one thing. The drive. I've been is flewed thing. out. I've been flewed out, but okay. I've never driven for that shit. Okay, Let, let's get this next voicemail because let's, let's, let's listen. This gonna go. Hey man, how little uh, preschool get extra time on his app? He spent like ninety-seven bars. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he really was but there for a minute. <laughs> you know it was fire though. You know it was fire. My nigga said Karen the Breeze, fuck your bitch, put dick in spleen. Wait, drum make a beat, call the thousand, they do it for me. These 500 fees, if she a baba, I'm fucking the trees. I gave her the D, she screaming the O, but the OD. They work for me, Jay in the cut like he had to pee. I'm playing the beat, up all night, I ain't getting no sleep. I'm in this shit deep, the payment no matter, not do this for me. This rap shit easy, play your puppets, don't be greedy, uh. She wanna leave me, fucking that bitch, and I'm popping a titty, uh. Bitch, get with me, put me a block, and I'm shooting a semi, uh. You know that we grimy. Oh, my niggas, we on time and wait. We just vibing, play this back, and you know that we rotter. And we sliding on your block, and y'all a little hotter. Okay, if you are going to leave Shout a voice message of you rapping, like, you have to understand mm-hmm. that we're gonna, we're gonna critique it. I'm no rapper, but... More important, more importantly, let's play a game with them, Steph. Let's just do this. So if you are going to rap, we're going to give you the topic that you have to rap about. Ooh. And the topic. I like it. The the topic is ho shit. So you have to rhyme about ho shit. It can't be about guns and shooting. Yeah, it can't be some shit shit that has nothing to do with the topic. If you are going to rap and try and spit bars, uh, it's got to be on some ho shit. Uh, Otherwise, we're going to cut you off. And Steph is going to press the button. She's going to say, you know what? Mm-mm. This ain't it. Sure as hell will. Yeah. You only get one opportunity, though. So if you are listening and you decide you want to freestyle on our, you know, on our stereo, we want to make sure that our stereo is playing and bumping good shit. So, Steph, what do you want them to rap about when it comes to um, shit? Do you have a specific topic or? Let's talk about that. Let's rap about being an oversharing hoe. A hoe who puts... Ho. Too much information out there. Okay. I feel like right. that is specific enough and difficult enough that will require a specific level of rapping. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I'm yeah. Gonna... All right. Let's so listen to these two voicemails while people prep that. 
Exactly. Hey, hey, look, I see I really like my bars. Yes, I'm really going far. I was just on the radio spitting some bars, and I look at me. I'm from the lake that I ate on one. Best believe I already know I'm saying we just having fun spitting on these beats for the thing of it. They gon' wanna see me best believe you know I'm winging it. Got my wingman right next to me. Y'all already know I'm saying, yeah, we blessed you. Yeah, we rolling with the Glock, it's a 23. It's a Jordan with the Curry with the 30 clip. Bitch, who always really wanna talk, she got talking shit. Yeah, you know me be the carrying out them hollow tips. Five years of bullet, yeah, you gonna get it, bitch. 30 years when I'm getting, if I get caught. Y'all already know what I'm saying, y'all spot the ball. Steady every day, shooting up the fucking arse. Everybody think they slick till they wanna meet me. Y'all already know what I'm saying, guess I'm really mean. I ain't really that mean, yeah, you know I'm nice. About to pull up on you, yeah, we ready to fight. On a white little bro, I'ma shoot the dice. After I shoot the dice, about to pay it right. A nigga really think he slick with that lick talk. About to pull up on him, yeah, you know I hit well. Yeah, you know I tell a bitch till I kick rocks. After all that shit I get. Yo, Tyrone 63 really do got balls. <laughs> <laughs> he do got balls. Hey, Tyrone 63rd. Do, he does do it. Tyrone 63rd. You, you know the rules now when it comes to the voicemails. We will stop your shit if it is not on the topic of whole shit. So I'm Hell just yeah. You know and like, now. and I will let people know now too that this is not, that this is not mixtape city. Like, don't sit here just trying to wrap the whole show because that's not what we're here about. We're here to have a discussion. And like, while we appreciate your input, this ain't the place to showcase your mixtape. Exactly. So the actual question that we had, however, for the moment was, what's in your whole spin-a-night bag? And notice I said spin-a-night. It's all one word. Not spin-a-night, spin-a-night. Like Spinderella, spin-a-night. So what is <laughs> in your whole spin-a-night bag? We need to know that before we get into the next topics. And Steph is actually going to lead us into that after we get through these next two. Yeah, let's listen to these two voice Fuck your intuition, baby, coming to the trenches. I was trying to keep my distance, but a nigga wouldn't listen. I was Jordan, he was Pippin', we was in his... Nope. Nope. Don't follow the rules, you're not listening. Hi, I just want to say hello. Um, I think you tried to add me in there. I'm not sure. I don't know how this works. I'm new. Nice to meet you. Hello, Candice. Shout out to Candice. Hello, how are you? Uh, we hope you're enjoying the conversation. Um, exactly. tell, be- before, tell us what's in your... Go ahead. Gonna, go ahead. I was going to say to ask her, what's in her whole spin night bag? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I want to know what's in the... It doesn't even have to be a whole spin night bag. Like, what's just in what's in your spin night bag? Like, when you are anticipating not going home that night, what is in your bag? Like I, I shared my information. Greg, do do guys have the equivalent of a spin a night bag? Um, it, it depends on the day. Um, if you already know <laughs> beforehand, um, either you have the spin a night bag or you have the spin a night pockets. And the spin a night <laughs> pockets is like that. That require that that's that's when you know. So, say for example, the spin a night pockets, you go out for the night, but you know for a fact you've been hitting this girl up all night, and she's going to give you some ass. What you do is you make sure that you have your iPhone brick, you have the cable that comes with it, and you have your phone. You have your wallet, you have your keys, and then you have some cash because not all gas stations will take your card when you're trying to buy some condoms. So you got to make sure that you have physical cash. So you do that. That is the whole bag for your pockets. Now, the spin a night bag, um, fellas, I don't want to like break man law here, but it's the truth. Um, when it comes to a man's spin a night bag, it's usually this a is an honest space. There are no barriers for breaking men or women law here. This is this is a 50 50 uh, environment. Absolutely. So the the male 
spin the night bag consists of the same things I said in the pockets, but you also you come with shit that you normally wouldn't come with because you just bought it at CVS. So it can either be a backpack or a CVS bag. The CVS bag usually consists of the following. You have some gum. You ha- Cause you know, your breath, you have alcohol and shit like that. So you got gum. You also bought mints because they were on sale. So you're like, Hey, you know, I'm just get two of them because they two for $3. Why not? You get you some mints, you get you some gum. You got the alcohol that she probably told you to bring with her. You got the condoms, but you get the family pack. Like any man that comes to you, you know, to your house and they only have like three pack of condoms, they didn't plan on fucking for long and they're planning on leaving. So there is no spin a night bag. If he brought the bag, he probably got the family pack of condoms too. So you got the family pack of condoms, you got the gum, you got the mints, you got the alcohol. And he probably in 2020, he got a pack of plan B. So he probably got two plan B bills just in case. Now, fellas. I'm not going to tell the, the the plan B story tonight. Um, everybody asked me what the plan B story is. I may, depending on how drunk I get, but I'm going to just let you know that I don't want to tell the plan B story. So just say most men will have a plan B pill on them. They're like right now, I think the $37 on Amazon and they get to you in like two days. So just know that that's that. So that is the male spin a night bag. So you mean to tell me that when a man identifies that he's going to spend the night at someone's house. He does not in any way, shape or form take into consideration hygiene. Oh, here's the thing. Most men feel though, you know, feel as though they're clean when they show up to you. And y'all are musty. Like, for example, like this, if you're at the club, right, you can't go and get like an actual like a kit. Now, if you have a car or something like that, like you might have like spare clothes in your car, but they're not bringing it into your house. Because the thing is, if they do it in your house, then they got to use your soap. No man is going out of their way to just bring like body wash because nine out of ten, they either they got another girl or something like that. So they're like, oh, no, I don't want to smell like body wash when I'm going back home. If, if you are shit, an like, experienced hoe, mm-hmm. you have gender neutral body wash in your bathroom whoa that that's mind-blowing i have one bottle of coconut cocoa butter body wash in my bathroom and it is used only by men that have stayed in my house wow wow you just dropped a fucking gym Listen, neutral body wash. If you are an honest hoe, you Mm -hmm. take care of your hoes before you send them on their way. But but the thing is, like, what if you're a hoe and you go to a hoe's house and you shower and everything like that? Do you shower like immediately after the fucking? Do you shower like right before you leave? Like, do you right before you leave? Because who knows if there's gonna be more fucking? You never go fucking shower and then fucking in and then stink like sex. Fuck as many yeah, times as you're going to fuck and then shower before you bounce. You know what? Or if that, you're going is, home, just shower at your house. Yeah, but it's the thing. What if people have some, like, a house that they're going to? You don't want to show up smelling like Axe body wash. You, you want to smell like... Oh, yeah, like no. If you, you've got... And, and that's that, like, by no means am I saying go and buy Axe body wash. You got to buy something that, like, buy Dove, Dove white bars, unscented soap, something that's going to take mm-hmm. the stink away but not give away the fact that you've been somewhere else. Mm, profound, profound. Mm-hmm. See, this, this is why we're friends. Like virtual pro high ho five. tip, pro, pro ho, ho tips. tips. You know, let let me add that to the docket. Pro ho. <laughs> what are y'all pro ho tips? 
I, I um, need Proho tips. So that's one of them. Mm, uh, um, I feel like the pro always have an extra stash of toothbrushes. Mm. I got like four unused toothbrushes in my linen in my linen closet, just in case. Oh boy, comes over his breath a little crazy in the morning. Boom! I got a toothbrush for you. Now, do you go and to the like, store and get them, or do you go and just? No, no, no. Listen, I am I'm a generous hoe. I'll get them the Colgate ones with the little tongue brushes on the back. Oh, see, you know what? You real, you real. Mm-hmm. 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 I'm gonna make sure that your hygiene is up there with a little tongue scrubber on the back of it. Yes. Um, there is always unscented lotion at my house. Mm-hmm. There are always specific towels that I don't use that I only let my hoes use. Like okay. it's like it's like a hotel almost. <laughs> Ho tell um (laughs) like you come to my house and i'm gonna give you everything that you need in order to be clean but that will not ever give away the fact that you were at my house Mm -hmm. like do you do you let the hose i'm a discreet no they're brown okay okay so the hose get the brown towels okay Mm -hmm. all right i was concerned i was like wait you don't you don't let the hose use the white towels no 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 hose use white towels Mm -hmm. no 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 that's against the law yeah but yeah, and then I always have like one set of like Walmart basketball shorts or something to be like, hey, you can just throw these on Jesus. in case they now don't wait, have anything. Now, wait, are they like, are they pre-worn, but they're pre-washed? No, I'll buy, that's why I said Walmart. You buy them for like five bucks. You just keep okay. them until somebody needs them and then you give it to them and then they can keep it as a souvenir. And then you just go to Walmart and buy another fucking pair. Like a souvenir? Like, do you sign them? Like, do you? <laughs> no, but I bet you every time he puts them shorts on, he thinks of me. Oh my god! Like, oh, I, rem- <laughs> I, I remember where I got these shorts with the eighty-three holes in them because it's you know these because ones. they're from Walmart. <laughs> exactly. Let me call Stephanie. Oh my god! <laughs> but we, we got we got two more voicemails. Let's get these out the way. I mean, to be honest, it varies. Like, but usually, like nine times out of ten, what I got in my whole spinner night bag is probably like another hole. You heard me? Like, I got, like, a whole another hole in that bitch. Like, I just fold the little bitch up, you know? Tell her be quiet, you heard me? Just get in this bag. That's usually how that go. That he is... Got a, he got a whole another hoe in his spinning night bag. Just in case the spinning night hoe don't work out. Yeah, I mean, that's murder, but sure. Uh, I mean, <laughs> hey. <laughs> if, you, if she's if small have... enough, it is not. Hey. <laughs> uh, wait, so there's height requirements to hoes? Like, if you can, if no? you can fit the hoe... But there's oh, high requirements of stuffing people in bags. Yeah, like you know what, ho, just 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 stay in the gym bag. Just go ahead and stay mm-hmm. in the gym bag. Unbelievable. Something is wrong with y'all. So far, <laughs> here are my here are my note here are my notes, and then we're gonna get into the shoutouts because we got to get to the shoutouts, and then we'll go back into mm-hmm. more stuff. So my notes so far are: Ditlin the Dingle, Ice Pack to the <laughs> Pussy, um, the lead hoe of the show, which is Steph, mm-hmm. by the way, it's not me. Hey, um, hey. Casual selective community dick, Tyrone sixty third. Shout out to him. We got gender neutral body wash, extra stashes of toothbrushes, but they have to have the tongue scr- uh, the tongue scrubbers. And then we say that's only if you're a hoe that you ca- that cares about the, her hoes. Yeah, and finally we have: Do you let your hoes use the white towels? Absolutely not. It's whole law. 
ho law. Anything that can get stained cannot be used in a whole situation. Some, somebody's sitting here right now with like a pen and a notepad. Like, yo, I, I need to know these whole laws. So y'all need to start telling us y'all home stories. We, yeah, we for real, for real. All we, right. We, we have, have, have three voicemails. We have some stuff. Oh, no. Let's, let's listen to these voicemails. <laughs> that is so funny because that does sound like a man. But my bag is really explicit. I have my paddles. I have my, you know, lingerie set. I have like handcuffs and, you know, I'm real kind of, you know, X-rated. <laughs> um, you know, I have the regular essentials with the toothbrush, you know, the whole du Because I like to put on a show. You feel me? <laughs> okay, Candace out here being okay. a performance hoe. Exactly. Shout out to that, you. That's, that's work. Wait, is that another type? So right now we have two types of hoes. Steph hasn't given us her type. I have like 35 types of hoes. Let's be real about it. So right now, so far though, you have to give us some of your stuff. We have the honor. I did. The the oversharing hoe. We have right now the new story, which is the performance hoe. That's a new one for me. Yeah, the performance performance hoe is is the the kind of hoe who really really gives it her all. Like, I'm a lazy hoe in that sense. Like, you coming over, we gonna do our thing a few times, and you better leave before the sun comes up. Like, that's what it is. Um, brush your teeth and take a shower before you go. Um, mm. But, like, the performance, oh, she, she's got, you know, paddles and handcuffs. She's got, you know, accessories. Good for her. Like, listen, that's, yeah. that's what's... Uh, you, and I think that I... And correct me if I'm wrong, Candace one. I think that that's more for her than it is for the person that she's with. I would hope um, so. Because, you know, you need to you need to satisfy your own desires. And when you're going to that length to to deal with someone else on a casual basis, I think it's more for you than it is for them. And that's perfectly OK. You could be a selfish hoe. It is OK. Mm-hmm. Let's get to this next voicemail. We're building them up. Uh Oh, this is a repeat of last yeah. week. All right, let's go. Uh-oh. Nah, you heard me. See, that's why you got to deal with flexible hoes. You heard me like. <laughs> Gotta deal with them flexible bitches when they ain't really about to complain. You know, they can just go downward dog and you just like slide them in a little duffel. You know, you poke little holes enough for the light oxygen and shit to get in. <laughs> Yo, shout out to <laughs> Surfy. He got the yoga hose. Exactly. He said downward dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's keep wow. going. I used to make uh, pancakes. In the morning, if I stayed the night, so I guess you can call me a a chef ho. Host stories. Yo, I love the host story shout out at the end of every one of Baylor's voicemails. But you, Baylor, much to your dismay, are a trained ho. Ooh, Ooh. that's the kind of ho where she puts it on you in a way. That you want to do shit like that for her the next day before you leave, knowing you're going to leave, you still make that chick breakfast. Now, now, Bela, I just need to know if you are the chef hoe, though. I, I still feel like Steph. I feel like you're the trained hoe, and this is how I mm-hmm. can tell if you are the chef hoe or the trained hoe. Do you wash the dishes after you cook for her? Because that's a determining factor. Because then you're so- a trained hoe if you wash the dishes. If Baylor is doing it right, if he is hoeing correctly, he's gone 
before it's time to do the dishes. He eats and leaves. Mm. Okay. She'll deal with All the right, dishes Bailey. later. I still feel like <laughs> I'm a trained hoe, but it's okay. There's nothing wrong with being a trained hoe. There's, there is not. There's nothing wrong. You're a generous hoe in that sense. Let's keep going. I feel like one of the number one commonly missed rules of hoism is never let your hoes know she a hoe. You don't ever let Shorty know she a hoe. You let her believe her name holds significance in your life, but you know, that's just how you gotta do that. You can't let them know they're a hoe. Yeah. But here's here's my perspective. What makes you think she doesn't know she's a hoe? Exactly. She knew she was a hoe. Well, yeah, like what makes you think that she is not perfectly accepting of her hoedom? What if you're her hoe? Now, and she's I... not letting you know that. Stuff. I have to ask another question. You know, I like to interrupt sure. and ask my little questions. Go for it. Um, is she a hoe if she says, I usually don't do this? It's usually the first indicator of a hoe. Mm-hmm. Because anyone who says, I usually don't do this, usually does this. I've <laughs> only said it once in my life, and I was like, I am a whole fucking liar. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Good God, I'm looking this man in the face and lying directly to him. And at that point, I chose to never do it again. Because I was like, yeah, this doesn't make me feel good. I don't like lying to people. So it didn't make me feel good on a conscientious level. But yeah, I mean, the one time I said it, I knew damn well I was lying. Wow. See, mm-hmm. this, is why you're, this is why you're my friend. Jesus Christ. Let's and this is, this is why it's a safe space for both men and women. Like, you're giving out secrets. I'm giving out secrets. The purpose is to educate the masses on how to navigate the waters of the opposite sex. Exactly. Embrace thy hoe. What was the mm-hmm. voicemail? Say, tell her whatever her name is, Candy. Yeah, tell her she can be on my show. Go. <laughs> whole story. <laughs> Candace, you can be on Baylor's show. Yes. Absolute whole stories. Whole stories. <laughs> Let's see what's this next one. Oh, no stuff. They like it, too. Because I bring it for them, too. Not just for me. We both get pleasured at the same damn time. You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> like, for real. Like, the guy I was dealing with, you would not believe. To this day, he's still ringing my phone. I don't want his ass. <laughs> Shit, and that is right. The power of being a hoe is that you get to choose who you are a hoe for. But I applaud you, Candace. For being an equal opportunity hoe and not being a selfish hoe, because I am incredibly selfish. <laughs> Props so that, to the hoes that care about their hoes. Absolutely. So this is a part of the show where we have to reintroduce our show. So Steph is going to take the lead on that so we can tell you exactly who we are, why we're doing this show, and more importantly, where you can follow us for every single show. Yes, yes. Once again, this is the podcast for the people with your hosts, one and only Steph and good old Hey Greg. Uh, We are here live every Wednesday, usually at 8 p.m., sometimes 830, um, depending on on Greg's daddy duties. But um, we, we are live every Wednesday. And then when you can when you want to find our our podcasts uh, afterwards, we are uh, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, basically every possible podcast platform you can find at Young, Black, and Bothered. You can also listen to us at youngblackpod.com. So we are here this evening talking about hotels, 
hotels and hose telling. So uh, we were here to listen to your hose stories, share your hoe experiences, normalizing hoedom, and, and we'll share our hoe stories as well. Uh, Greg, why don't, why don't we pick it up where we were? Um, Absolutely. <laughs> uh, um, so I'd already told my story about the, the bar hoe. And that wasn't even a story okay. about me doing whole shit. Um, I, I'm going to let you pick one of my whole stories, if, if you don't mind. Okay. Um, so I want to hear, Greg. Mm-hmm. Wait, let's listen to these voicemails before we get into that. Yeah. Go ahead. I could do that too. Well, dude, what you're saying? Because <laughs> I'm very flexible, baby. Very. Uh oh. <laughs> oh, shit, Candace. We're going to link you up with surfy fitting bags and shit, downward dog exactly. style. I be trained, though. Why is it can't be a gentleman hoe? <laughs> a chivalry hoe. <laughs> a chivalry hoe. He could be a chivalrous hoe, but that's where you cross the line. Mm. Being a gentleman and chivalrous means that you give a shit. Exactly. And being a hoe means you don't. Exactly. So where'd you cross Show. that line, Baylor? Yeah. Show concern in your wholeness. Always show concern in your wholeness. We got one more and then we're gonna get into these stories. Yes, yes. And that is facts. You don't know that. Cause y'all could be both calling each other hoe. Like he a man hoe. Oh, she a hoe, you know, like all of that. Yeah. See, and that's the point. Like we, we, we need to normalize being a hoe. We need to normalize the fact that men are very, very capable of being hoes. We need to normalize the fact that women can have male hoes. Um, and, and I think that a lot of this conversation is often one-sided. Like when you talk about a hoe, it's automatically assumed that it's a woman. It's automatically assumed that a guy has hoes, but it can be reversed and it's perfectly acceptable to do so. Again, embrace your hoe. Speaking of embracing your hoe, Greg. Oh boy. Let's talk about that threesome. Okay. Um, now <laughs> the, the, there was two. So I, I put the, them here. The Miami so, one. Okay, so my hotel about the $89 Miami, Florida hotel. So basically what happened was I went down to Miami and I wanted to go spend time with my cousins and my family for a family reunion. The issue was I was like, yo, I, I, I'm trying to get some. Like, I, I need some ass. And I was friends with, I think I'm still friends with them probably on Twitter. And what I did was I contacted them like, yo, I'm in town, blah, 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 blah. But the girl said, oh, I'm with my homegirl, too. So we have been linking up for the past, like, I guess, two or three weeks prior to me getting there. And they said, oh, well, we can get a hotel. We can drink and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, bet this is going to be good. So I talked one girl into, like, having a threesome. So she's going to talk to her homegirl. I get to, like, Miami, Florida. I get there, and they didn't have a hotel room book. But Miami is one of those areas where if you didn't already have a hotel, if you're just trying to find one, you're not going to find one because it's usually booked. So we drove all the way, you know, down Miami, just up and down streets looking for a hotel. And we landed at a hotel that was like $89. Um, It was probably the worst hotel you could ever think of. I'm talking no carpet. There was like four channels on the TV. There was like a little mini kitchen. They didn't even give you like glasses, coffee and shit like that. I mean, Greg, I feel like if you pay $89, you should know to expect that. Oh, oh, oh no, that, that's not true because here's the thing. You can end up in a Hyatt if you go and you Priceline negotiate a hotel. A lot of men won't tell you that, but if you're a honest male hoe, you know for a fact that Priceline negotiates your rate. 
that will get you some of the top tier hotels for the low. So we we, we did this, but it didn't work in my favor in Florida because all of hotels in like Florida are basically like hole in the walls and they're owned by like private businesses and stuff like that. So we end up at this hotel and I tell them like, yo, like, you know, I'm not trying to spend a whole bunch of money to just go and like kick it with y'all and drink and then possibly fuck. Like if I'm getting this hotel, we're fucking. So we get to the hotel and they're instantly like, oh, yeah, we're going to go and we're going to do this. We're drinking. We're taking shots and stuff like that. The next thing you know, the girl, the other girl, not the one I was talking to, but the other one's like lay on the bed. And I was like, oh, shit, here we go. <laughs> so, so we get on the bed and as we're about to get it on or whatever, right, we get a knock on the door and, you know, somebody's knocking. So you hear doom, doom, doom. I go and open the door, but I'm like, just like no underwear on like just dick just ready to go right so Mm -hmm. the guy at the door says he was like oh like your your credit card like you know it says that you're out of town like i was like wait you know how like if you go out of town yeah you get like the fraud alerts yeah yeah so i get a fraud alert and the fact that i'm like on the phone with like bank of america hard dick and all just trying to make sure that i can like (laughs) afford this room right so it goes through and we're all cool so they are on the bed and you know she's doing what she's doing to homegirl and she's like you know you come on like get get into it right so I, I'm, I'm into it and it, it's fun it, it's a a fun moment and, and then something went left really quick i don't know if i just got drunk at one point but one of the girls pulls out a camera and i was like wait a minute what the fuck is whoa yeah i was like wait where, where does camera come from she was like oh yeah well you know we, we do this all the time i was like wait all the time what, what the fuck is all the time you, you mean like I, I'm not special? Like I felt like Eddie Murphy when Rob when when, when, when Robin Gibbons yeah, left and he was I'm just not special. <laughs> no, I was uh, imagine like you're, 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 you're in the after intercourse and like somebody pulls out a camera on you and says, "I, I usually do this. Like th- this is the normal for us to like pull out a camera." So it's like, wait, see, I've done this before. Right. So she was like, yeah, like, you know, we, we have, you know, our friends come into town all the time, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, wait, wait, I'm, I'm confused. And at this point, I'm like who I am on Twitter. I'm going out and doing my thing. And, you know, I'm I'm being flown out. I'm flying out, blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. So she was like, oh, we want to see what it's about, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, OK, cool. So we're in the act and the girl has one girl has a camera and the other girl's doing what she's doing. And she's recorded. So now it went from like a threesome to like two and a possible so it's like us two doing what we're doing she's recording but she's also like assisting which is weird because mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of hard to like explain what the assist you know the assistant part was so yeah as this is happening then we get another knock on the door and i was like yo please if oh, this is no. the police or if, if it's the hotel again <laughs> so so the knock on the door comes and it's the police officer and the police officer says he's like hey um you know we, we need you guys to leave there's too much noise going on because at this point there was like music playing and it's TV, like we're basically making ambient noise from that. So we end up wow. getting kicked out of this hotel. So that was one of my hotels when it came to hotels, more importantly, that. Um, so you didn't even get to finish the threesome? Um, A few years later. And it, it oh. wasn't the same because at this point it was just not the same at all. I, I yeah, the novelty wore that. off. Yeah, it was just like, no, this was cute the first time. It wasn't the second time. So that was my first whole story. And I actually regret that. Wow. So, All right, let's, let's now, listen to these voicemails while you mull over which hotel you want me to sell. Oh, boy. <laughs> I can read minds and read into the future. I will tell you about your future. Just tell me what you want. I'm good on that. Thanks. Nope. 
heavy on it. Suck my dick for not playing my song. Yep, nope. Maybe if you came with some bars about the subject, Billy Badass. That sounds like a motel, Greg. I'm sorry. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> Greg, she calling you out on the on the roadside motel you tried to have a threesome in. Yeah, yeah. Pulled it, up it to was. a Howard Johnson's. Oh my god! <laughs> Honestly, the next time you ever go to like Miami and you go and look at their hotels, all that shit looks like motels. They just call them hotels. They're yeah, hotels. no, I went. Uh, I went to Miami. Well, I stopped over in Miami on my way to the Caribbean a couple years ago, and I stayed at the Ivy uh, right mm-hmm. off of Biscayne Boulevard. And it wasn't even cheap. Like you go in, it looked like a nice little, they call them boutique hotels. Exactly. Um, And it looked like a nice little hotel from the, like the lobby and everything. I got up to the room. It was the smallest hotel room I've ever been in. And like you open the the curtain to the window and you were like straight looking at a brick wall. Yep. And I was like, cool. I'm glad we paid $200 for this room. I mean, it was only one night, but that's just the way Miami operates. Like, they're used to transient people. People aren't going to Miami to stay in a hotel room. So, oh, no, it is what it is. Yeah, for me, when I went, like, I usually stay with family. So it's like, okay, I wasn't expecting to buy a hotel room. But my cousin was like, oh, well, go do your thing and hang out with us after. But the thing is, I'm like, we're with family because remember, it's a family reunion. So mm-hmm. us, we're coming from Fort Lauderdale. I'm like, all right, everybody wants to go to Miami for the night and they want to drink. So we went to, what's the place that gives you like the frozen drinks that they're really terrible. and they, they Oh, have um, Wet Willies. Yeah. So we go, to, we go to Wet Willies and an issue with Wet Willies is like, you don't realize you're fucked up until you actually leave Wet Willie. Yeah, like you and, stand up and you're yeah. just like, oh shit. Yeah, everything is cool until you actually have to stand. And then when you have to stand, you're like, wait, I have to function. So just imagine mm-hmm. like me telling my cousins, my aunts and uncles who are all drinking because we're going to go to a park tomorrow that, hey, we just flew into town, but hey, Greg, he's going to meet some of his friends and y'all don't know them, but they're going to go somewhere and they are just going to show up. Yeah. The issue for me, the issue for me was like they were supposed to bring me back to there, but we weren't expecting what was supposed to be maybe like 30, 45 minutes, maybe an hour. This was like four or five hours long. So my cousin, oh, shout out to yeah, shout out to Tim. Like, you know, we had to go riding around looking for hotels. And when we found a hotel, we had to go get alcohol. We had to do all this stuff and prepare. And then we ended up getting kicked out of the hotel. So it was like, now what do I do? And I wasn't Tim's the ultimate wingman. Yeah, absolutely. So then after that's when that whole idea of me going to the strip club with Tim, we went there. And that's why I have the phobia of strippers that I have to this day. Um, oh, wait, we that's we got to put a pin in that one. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I can tell it's a quick story, but if, okay. if you want to hear it, because it actually kind of ties into the the Miami, Florida, eighty nine dollar trip. So let's do it. Hap- yeah. So basically what happened in this story is. The whole threesome situation happened. I tell him this happens. He's like, oh, well, you didn't finish the same way you did. And I was like, no, I didn't. So he was like, well, we're going to go out. We're going to go to the strip club tonight. And I was like, I, I I don't like strip clubs. And he's like, why don't you like strip clubs? I was like, I've only been to the ones that are in D.C. or in this area. And we all know mm-hmm. anybody who ever comes to D.C., they will tell you the strip clubs here are absolute garbage. And absolute not- garbage. Oh, let's put a pin in this. I do have a story about a first date that I went on um where a guy took me to what's that strip club on in Shaw? Uh oh my god. No. He took you to the house? Yes, he took me there. Oh my god. Yeah, hold on. I'm adding that to the notes right now. Yeah. Add, Jesus Christ. Add that. So, that was a fir- a guy thought it was a good idea to take me there for a first date. 
Oh my god. Let, let, let me just go ahead and just finish the story. So basically yeah, yeah, go we go we go from the threesome to you know he wanted to take me out. So we ended up going to this place called like Coco's. So we're in Miami, we go to Coco's, which is a hole in the wall warehouse strip club. And at this point, you know, I changed clothes because you know, at this point I'm just ready to go. So we go to Coco's and I have on Jordans, I have on black socks, I have on khaki shorts. At this point, I think khaki shorts are still in like style they had like the pockets on the side and shit like that oh like, you had pick cargo khaki I had car- yeah i had the cargo shits on so i because in florida that was a thing the the baggy t-shirt and shit like that that, that was then mind you i'm 33 so you, you got to factor in age right so yeah i had on a, i had on a white t-shirt as well you don't go to strip clubs with a white t-shirt on fast forward we no. go to the strip club tim goes and says you know what greg i'm gonna get you a dance so he gets me a dance but this is the wildest strip club in the world they're selling like food out of the hallway. They got the DJ in a corner. There's like dudes posted up with like these weird big ass dreads. Like it looked like a T Pain video. No bullshit. And <laughs> so the, the stripper, I had seen her because when I walked in, remember I told you I had already been doing drinking and I just had like whatever actions I had. So I went in there and went to the bathroom. And then he's like, I'm gonna get you this dance. So on my way to the bathroom, I see that they have this this hallway kitchen and the strippers are literally standing in the hallway kitchen. They're either getting changed or getting ready to, you know, perform or they're just standing there because like they're close. Maybe the father or the pimp is like the person cooking food and shit. Right. So I go get this dance and the stripper comes out and I get to pick her. So I was like, Oh yeah, great. I'm gonna pick her. Like she's the one like that, that right. Her like right. Her like that. She's the one. And she looked like Pinky, the skinny Pinky, mind you. So I'm sitting, you know, on this chair. And they didn't have regular chairs. They just had this really bullshit, like, you know, mom and pop chair that you can find at, like, a diner, right? So I'm sitting there. She's on my lap. And she's dancing. And everything was cool. And then the lights came on because it was, like, 4 o'clock in the morning. Tim says to me, he's like, Greg, we got to go to Walgreens, which is, like, two doors down. And I was like, why? He was like, yeah, I can't let you go out like that. We get out of the club only to find out that I had stripper goo all over my shirt. and when i say stripper goo i'm not talking about like oil and lotion yeah no that's why i made that noise yeah um to to this day florida's full nude huh yeah yeah it's full nude so it's literally like you know she didn't have any underwear on any bra on so Uh i'm assuming it, it was it was a brown musty like oh god so we we assume that she ate the food that was there and she either she went to the bathroom beforehand and she just didn't wipe properly and it was Mm. on the entire bottom of my shirt and you could tell because it wasn't like a straight line it was like smeared and i was like you know what i Um, also hate to break this to you greg it could have been menstrual remnants either way ever since then both disgusting yeah i don't deal with strippers since then since yeah. that day i don't honestly, blame you. you you can ask my wife like she knows for a fact like you know i tell her the story and she laughs because i tell it like with conviction i don't like strippers when it goes to strip clubs and stuff like that i won't go um i've seen yeah, no. one of my best friends yeah they ate a stripper's ass at their bachelor oh party. Said, god mm-hmm. what? Shout, shout out to my shout out to my boy that's a story for another day but yes yeah it happened wow so mind you these are my host you know my host stories but let's get these two voicemails out the way though yes. strip club stories huh pencil me in for that one i got a few of them. host stories 
Oh, oh my god! Oh, let's get this next one because trust me, the one I'm picking for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> before you decide to get into mine. Oh my god. <laughs> oh shit. shit. This is hilarious. I'm sorry. I can't. <laughs> oh, well, well. And the thoughts yeah. of me wanting to be one when I was so young. I was going through a phase, y'all. <laughs> oh no. We, we it does not that does too. not surprise me, Candace. Yeah, not at all, Candace. So, Steph, it's my turn. So, since it <laughs> is my right. turn, to pick um you you know i'm going to go with the worst one um of course which is, i want to know about the time you accidentally became a sugar baby <laughs> that's actually not the worst one that's fine um so i was a young attractive uh executive assistant in new york city private equity um it is a manny man kind of world in uh in that industry and one of the co-founders of the private equity firm had a meeting and this distinguished gentleman came in and didn't really pay any attention to me um when when he came in he met with the the co-founders of the company you know did business uh and as he was walking up my desk was was right in the kind of uh entrance area where um where the elevators were and uh Mm. as he was walking out with his partner in business uh he was like hey listen i gotta go to the bathroom i'll meet you in the lobby and you know i'm I'm doing my work didn't pay it any mind the dude gets in the elevator the other one goes to the bathroom as soon as the elevator doors close homeboy comes right back out to the bathroom and makes a beeline for my desk Oh boy. And he's like, yeah. He's like, hey, listen, I think you're incredibly attractive. I want to take you out to dinner. Here's my business card. Now, I knew he was a little bit older than I was. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was more than like 10 years. Um, so we start talking, and I, I was hesitant initially. I was in my early 20s. So I was like, ah, I don't know that I want to date an older guy right now, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I like kind of didn't call him right away. Um, he called the reception desk at my job and asked to talk to me. Uh, and so he was like, so you're really not going to call me, huh? And I was like, Whoa, you're kind of crazy. This is weird. Uh, I just didn't know what to say, blah, blah, blah. I was like, listen, I'm really busy at work right now. Kind of cut it off. Uh, and then I started to have a conversation with like some of the people that I was friends with at work. And I was like, he's older, like he's doing business here. Um, I came to find out that he was the chief operating officer of one of the big five investment banks in New York City. Um, so he was very high. Yeah, he was he was very high up there. Um, and then that's when I was like, he might actually be older than I think he is. And then I was like, do I go out with him? Like, do I talk to him? And like, we were going back. I emailed him. because I was like, I'm not going to call him. I'm going to email him. So I emailed him. We had a conversation. He's like, listen, if you're not comfortable, just meet me for a cup of coffee and we'll go from there. And I was like, all right, fine. 
So I meet him for a cup of coffee. We start talking and he's like, listen, I really want to take you to dinner. He's like, promise me that you'll at the very least give me that courtesy. And I was like, sure, fine, whatever. He was like, Thursday night, meet me at this address. I was like, all right, what do I wear? He's like, wear whatever you want. Cool. I mean, listen, I'm 20 at this point, 26, maybe. Um, so I was like, listen, I'm gonna look cute. Like, whatever. It is what it is. Like this man saw me in business attire. He makes a shit ton of money. It, it, it is what it is. Um, so I go to this address and it's like the lobby of a hotel. And he was like, mm-hmm. yeah, he was like, I was like, I texted him. I was like, I'm here. Now what? He's like, go across the street to the restaurant. And I was like, all right. So I go across the street to the restaurant. This man closed out the entire restaurant for me oh. and him. He hired wow. a piano player. He had a, he hired a professional pianist and ordered one of everything on the menu. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. And we just sat there and ate and drank and listened to music and danced in a closed restaurant in New York City by ourselves. And I was like, oh my God, this is this shit is dope. Like at no point did I consider that this was anything other than him taking me out to dinner. Um mm-hmm. then he sent us, he took us downtown. And he had us do private massages. This is all the first time I'm dating him. And I was none the wiser. <laughs> we had private Holy. massages. And then I was like, hey, like, it's getting really late. And, like, at the time I lived in New Jersey, I needed to get back to New Jersey. My car was parked at the park and ride at the mall by my house. I was like, it's getting late. Like, I'm not going to be able to get back to New Jersey. He's like, here, just take my car. Wait, whoa, whoa, he wait, had, wait, wait, wait. Yes. He said, take my car? Take my car because he had an apartment in Madison Square in New York that he was going to stay at. He was like, just tell me when I can pick up the keys tomorrow. It was a $105,000 car. Mm -hmm. So I go home in his car and he texts me to make sure I got home okay and it was fine, whatever. And then it began like that wasn't the, that was the precursor, but then it began. He started buying me stuff and just having it delivered to my job, bags, shoes, meals. And it was just like, you just need to go out with me again. So our second date was something equivalent. Like he took me out. Um, oh my God. Where did he take me for our second date? I don't know. He took me out to some dinner. It was just incredible. And like this man was just spending obscene amounts of money on me. And all I had to do was sleep with him. Come to find out, he was almost 20 years older than me. Holy moly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy he, was like old moly. <laughs> he was old enough to be my father. But, I mean, he looked oh young. And we did have sex. But then, like, after I started, like, after I found out how old he was and, like, I started to realize those things, like, he would wear reading glasses. I was just like, yeah, I can't do this shit. And, like, not long after that, I cut it off. But here's a testament to what a good hoe I am because it has been 11 years since that happened. And that man still hits me mm-hmm. up to see if I want to fly down to Holy Miami to see him. Holy shit. This he offered to fly me to Brazil he- last year. Oh, yeah. This is like the Fifty Shades of Grey, the geriatric version. Because, <laughs> wow. Yeah. He never asked wow. me to call him daddy. He never asked me to do any of that weird shit. But, like, 
he just paid for everything and spoiled the shit out of me. And like, it just happened by like, I didn't at no point did we have a conversation about it. Like nothing. And like I said, 11 years later, he's still trying to do it. Boy. Mm -hmm. um, Wow. Side note, side note, one more, one more twist in the story. I think he might have a wife. And I think that that, (laughs) yeah, because I cannot, I cannot verify it. He's always been a little bit shady about that stuff, but I think he might be married. And if I've done my FBI super sleuth female research correctly, his wife is the head of the psychology department at the college that I went to. Oh boy. Yeah. That's why I stopped talking. I mean, amongst other things, but you—you you, you know, we have voicemails now because people are intrigued as shit, just mm-hmm. as I am. Um, Ask away. Yeah, I'm an open my, book. My, yeah, please. If you have any questions, please feel free to leave a voicemail. More importantly, <laughs> I, I, I want to hear y'all hotels because right now I am stumped. Mm-hmm. She got sugar daddied by um, what was the guy's name from Fifty Shades of Grey? From like twenty years Christian ago, Gray. Uh, Ian Gray, Christian Gray, and like mm-hmm. twenty years from now, what the fuck? Yeah, and he's just like, happened in- yeah, Christian Gray hair. Oh, That's what the fuck he is. Christian, you know what? That that might be the name of the show, Christian Gray <laughs> hair. Actually, you know what? I, I got a I got a question for you. I, I got I got a question for you. And, Let's hear it. You know this is this is from a a straight male just asking this question, but just just go with it. Had you ever had to, did you look down and you're like, yo, he has like gray ball hair? Nope. He was more manicured than any man I've ever seen in my life. He was in great shape too. Wow. Yeah. Like he did not look his age. He was in very good shape. He's an attractive man and he was very well groomed. And so at no point in time did I question it. Because it was like, all right, he might be in his like mid to late thirties. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker was closer That's... to fifty. So wait, and I, oh, so he he can retire in like three years. You might want to go ahead and like yes. That's why. Why the fuck do you think he's asking me to go to Miami? Yes, just don't go to Coco's. I'm Please not going. To, I'm not going to Coco's. Don't go to Coco's. Hold, on, let's get no. that voice from the Sheesh. <laughs> Even Danielle is like, wait, what? <laughs> She's concerned. I was concerned. Mine, a big morning, mother. I'm trying to give me some pussy, everybody. What? Okay. I don't even know what the fuck that meant. Sound like that song. Well, Ayana, I think that's how you say her name is. The Hush Sugar Daddy song. Sound just like that. <laughs> it happens. Right. I didn't know this happened. Oh my God. God, what is going on? You know, none of us men will ever have a story that competes with that one. And he came to me. Of course he did. He came to you and he came, you know, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm going to just move on. Just say it. Just say it. I know (laughs) what you're going to say. Nope. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Um, you get to pick your story. You get to pick which one of my stories that you want me to tell. I saved the um the worst one because i wasn't sure that i was gonna lead with that let's talk about the time you got your ass ate greg 
Okay. Um, remember the girl <laughs> I told you about at the bar, right? Mm-hmm. So the the girl at the bar. So I so we made up uh, a couple months. Later, and, you know, <laughs> of course you did. That's what happens when you fuck with a crazy hoe. Yeah, exactly. And crazy pussy is just like a different type of pussy. So she goes and she's like, oh, you know, come to my bar, hang out, blah, blah, blah. So we, we, we went there, meaning Q and I. So Q and I, we go there and he will tell you, he will attest. I hope that he's on. Actually, you know what? I might have to have him come on the show and leave a voice note. But basically, I went over there and I'm kicking with her at her bar. And she says, well, I get off in about an hour. Like, you know, why don't you and Q stay here and we'll take shots. So we're all taking shots. I told Q, I was like, hey, by the way, she's going to try to go home with me tonight or I'm going to try to take her home tonight because I got to pay her back for the shit she did six months ago, right? So Mm -hmm. take her home and um, she says, you know, can I try something? I was like, what the fuck? I'm thinking she wants me to try something on her because I was like, hey, I'm definitely going to pay you back for the shit you did six months ago, right? Mm -hmm. Um, No, she, she, she did some shit that honestly... It, it, it traumatized me, but looking at it in 2020, it was probably it, it was it, it was probably pretty interesting. So, um, I, at this point, I'm like, I don't want to say I'm blackout drunk, but I'm I'm kind of like, yo, I don't know where I'm at right now. I know I'm here, and I know she's here, but whatever. So, I'm on the couch, and she says, you know, let me know if this has ever happened to you. And I was like, wait, what the fuck? Like, any guy that hears that question, like, wait, like you're not gonna put nothing in my ass, right? So. Initially, she goes. Uh, initially, she goes. She's like giving me head. And I'm like, okay, cool. This is fine. Like, th- I'm I'm with that. But then she starts to go a little bit south, and I was like, wait a minute, what the fuck? And she was like, relax. It's just you and I. So I was like, are you sure? I'm looking in the closet. Like, is there going to be like a clown that comes out and just like, like what, what's going on? Right. So, that, so then her and I we start engaging. Like she's giving me like head and everything like that. So then she decides she's going to bend over. So she bends over and she's like, wait, but first though, I got to like warm you up. I was like, wait, warm me up. What the fuck? Like how, how does this work? So what she does is she was in the bent over position, but she turned around. Like she completely did like a 180. So she's on her back, but then she turns over. So she's like underneath like my balls. Right. Uh-huh. And she insists on licking as I'm like in the doggy style position. And I was like, wait, what the fuck is this? This is different. Th- this is not right. I like it. This is not right. right. <laughs> I-, I-, I like it, but it's definitely not right. Uh, um, so uh, 15 minutes later, Cause she, she's just consistently going between that and like oral and sex and stuff like that. I was like, yo, like I, I didn't think I was going to like that. So she's asking me, she's like, do you like, it? and I was like, yeah, and she was like, I, I have never done this before. It's an experience that I, I have never I done like I this you before. Mm-hmm. Hey, that, that's why, that, that's why I don't trust that statement. So, <laughs> I, so when she, when she said that, I was like, wait, you, you trying to tell me you've never done this before, but you, you did it to like, it was actually fun for you. And I was actually kind of intrigued, like how the fuck you did that. Right. And she says to me, she was like, no, you know, I wanted to try it because she was like, I felt like I did you wrong six months ago with what I did at the bar. And I was like, okay, um, sure. Um, needless to say, she's blocked on all social media. Cause I, I, I don't need that tra- type of trauma. Like ever. Yeah. Ever. I feel it like, fun while it lasted. I feel like I haven't done this before. Does not necessarily apply to eating ass. Yeah, I mean, like, when you say that you haven't done something before, it's like, oh, I slept with you on the first date, or, oh, we had sex in public. It's not like I'm putting my tongue in your asshole. Like, that is, oh, absolutely. Uh, nope, you've definitely done that before. 
Exactly. However, when I say this, I mean this. Fellas, if you've never had your ass licked, like, um, it, it, it's different. Um, it's a good different, and you should experience it different. And any woman who tells you that they're not going to do it, um, just stay away from them. Because, yeah. It, it, As a woman, uh, I will agree with that statement. So having, having it eaten is an interesting feeling, but enjoyable. Exactly. The, the initial like minute or two, I was like, yo, this shit is just fucking weird. But it, it's, it's all about technique. Like you can't go and just be like, I'm going to just lick his ass for like 10 minutes. Like, as yeah, a, no, that's just you weird. Can't do that. Like you have to be doing like you're multitasking. It's like if a guy like me as a man, when I'm like with a woman, like I can't just be like, I'm going to just like lick the clip for like 10 minutes. I'm like, OK, I'm sure some women will say, oh, no, I like that. But I'm like, no, there has to be something else going on. Like it, it's almost if like you're watching TV, but you're checking your phone. Like you can only focus in one spot. I, so time, you know, no. I'm going to interrupt here really quickly as a woman. Again, mm-hmm. is having someone who just. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. (laughs) 